From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What? I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. I hear it all the time. God is good. It's almost like they haven't read the book about this guy. If the Bible can be used to understand the character of the Christian deity, why don't Christians use it to understand his character? It seems to me that they already have an idea of what they want their deity to be like and will do whatever it takes to make his actions, no matter how egregious, fit their view of him. For example, Psalm 136.10, To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures forever. This is the Christian standard of love and kindness, a being that slaughters children in their sleep. Does that sound all good to you? One has to ignore the atrocities he committed, the overwhelming moments of egomania, and his pointless thirst for blood in order to keep the fantasy alive. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is author Wendy Zahoryansky. Thanks for coming on. I think I got it right that time. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay, so... I wear several different hats, if you want to mm. say that, but I'm a new author. So mm. uh, my first book is coming out this year, hopefully late mid-spring, and it's called um, Heart is Only Half the Story. And it's mm. true stories from my life um, as a cross-cultural worker. So some people say that word, some people say missionary. So you ah. can choose which one. Cross-cultural yes. so, worker. I've never heard that one. Yeah, some people say that because missionary has um emotions some, with it sometimes yeah, for people some so, negative anyway, connotations anyways, for sure yeah. so um that and i'm also embarking on a new adventure this year of a communal garden so oh. that's going to be a big part of my job day job and i also am married and i have a son so those are kind of my other things that are part of my life so and i live in central mm. serbia Wow, nice. Wow. See, all, we're yes. global here at the Bible Says What, I tell we're you. We're global for sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, congrats on the book. That's hard. It's not easy to do. That's for sure. Thank Make sure you. we you send me a link so I can do that, all that fun stuff too when it comes out. Um, so this garden of yours, it's a it's a community garden and everybody's kind of working together. That's exciting. Um, any, any like, yes. uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So any, like with the plans with it, is it, is it more like, uh, uh, is it, is it a, is it a rough community? Is there, is it, is it needed? Is there food shortages? Um, yeah. So no, where we live in central Serbia, there, a lot of people have their own garden. So yeah. on a weekend house in the village, we live in a city of about 200,000 people. So not some in the city, but mostly outside a weekend house with a garden or a grandma or grandpa will have a garden. But my idea, I would like to learn to garden i've never had my own big garden i've only yeah. had a little one yeah. so i would like to pull in some other ladies to teach me and mm. also to provide an opportunity because sometimes we have uh, a lot some people come and they ask for financial help from the church or that mm. we're a part of or from us personally and i would love to create an opportunity for us to work together in order to maybe teach skills or if the skills are there to give an opportunity to work together and then split the food for somebody yeah. who, yeah. Yeah. Working together, yeah. benefit society. Love that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice job. Nice job. Yes. Um, yeah. So the religion aspect of it, where does that play in? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. With the garden, mm. is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would love for it to be 
organic. That's like a word people throw around and a mm-hmm. good garden word. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> no, uh-huh. I would love for it just to be natural. So I have uh-huh. some, a couple ladies who are a part of the church that I go to. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple ladies who are not. So who are from, one's from an Orthodox and Eastern Orthodox background. Mm-hmm. And the other one would consider herself uh, non-religious. So gotcha. I, there's not going to be... Yeah, there's not going to be any formal like um, prayer time or hmm. some or I don't want to pray that. over the food before like it grows. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go over each plant and bless yeah. it. No, we're not going to do. No, I don't, you never know. You never know. Be, you never know. One of the ladies might do uh, it. If she starts to do it, I might just roll with it. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I would like it just to be like a, <laughs> an opportunity for us to be out in nature mm-hmm. and just to grow in our friendships. Mm. And I found that actually the most, um, mm. the conversations that have the most depth happen naturally. So it's just when people, when I'm hanging out with people and when they're yeah. asking about my life and when I'm brave enough to share about it openly. Yeah. So I just, yes, I would love it for it to be just like a safe place for the women so that they can share whatever, like questions. One is for sure um, not anti-God, but has serious questions because some mm-hmm. things that she's lived through. And I love talking with her because she's brutal and open and angry. <laughs> You're going to love this I show. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I just like it because sometimes I feel like I can be more open than, mm. you know, about. That's good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So your anyway. ultimate goal, I mean, in in the end is the community, the <laughs> friendships and everything. Yes. Um, but yes. your side note goal is if you could. I'm just going to paraphrase, show God through all this or 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 witness to people who, who don't uh, necessarily believe what you believe? I think my side goal would be to uh, share my experience with mm. God mm. so that they can um, mm. not take it or leave it. But I would just like to give an opportunity um, maybe to answer questions yeah. that they would have that they don't feel comfortable asking other people. Mm. I want no, like no taboo topics. We can talk about things that are mm. not supposed to be talked about in church <laughs> or whatever, you know, those things. Yeah. So, but that cool. takes relationship. You have to have trust. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. I, that's, that's what we thrive here on this show. It's hundred percent. It's that conversation. I love having yeah. that conversation. So look, yeah. Let's all boil down to the religion part of it. The, the, your your belief system itself. Where did you get it essentially? When did you become a Christian? Yeah, I so I grew up in a, a Christian Protestant home, mm. and both of my parents were very involved in church. Uh, so I always knew who Jesus and God were, mm. and I always believed that God existed. Uh, and kind of that Jesus was on my side. Does that make sense? Kind of. So, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, like, how that did he you was know for me though? and he was not against me? Well, no, so for, yeah. When I was six years old, my dad was tragically killed in a plane accident. Mm, sorry. And so that, thank you, that brought up a lot of anger for me mm. with God because I believed that He existed, and so my thing was, mm. if He's big enough to stop it, why didn't He? Yeah. And God knew that he had kids mm. who were little. I'm one of three children and that he had a wife. Mm. So why wouldn't he stop yeah. it? And we believed in him and we were trying to yeah. do things like serve him or use our life to bring him glory or things like that. that doing things for so, him. Yeah. Doing things for him. So, um, he- yeah, I was really angry for a long time about that. So, um, that's what my question. So he passed away when I was six. So I was really young. Those are big questions for a six-year-old. Mm, but I yeah. started wrestling with them. And I think that was the the first turning point for me where I wasn't sure. Like you mm-hmm. asked me how, if I was sure. So I yeah. wasn't after that. Yeah. Maybe this, maybe he's not real. Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe it's just what I grew up believing or what my parents believed. So um I've had more crises like Mm. that, but that was the first one. Yeah. But I think the resolution for that one was when I started to see that I wasn't the only one who experienced the loss of a parent or um, some kind of tragedy. And then I realized that maybe that's Mm. not a deal breaker, that God doesn't exist. Maybe that's just a part of the world that we live in. 
that thank you for that. Um, so thank yeah. you for sharing. I appreciate that. But I, I want to dive in a little bit deeper to it. So who do you? If, I mean, if if you think that you're you're loving God, you're praising God, you're doing things for Him, you're showing Him glory. It's all about Him, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and He still allows or has a part of this accident. How does that work for you? Where where was God in all of this? Uh. Yeah, he was there, definitely there Hmm. with me, because now I see, um, I see, well, because I don't, well, I don't believe that God interferes to stop things in our life necessarily all the time. So uh, I think that, that we live in a world that has Hmm. a lot of brokenness. And so... And things don't function in a perfect manner. So even, Hmm. yeah, so it's, I know there's a lot of debate about how far does the Lord interfere? Does God interfere at all? Does he interfere all the time? Those kind of things. And I don't Hmm. think I'm sure about the level that he interferes because I think sometimes he does. I've heard stories Uh and, you know, of miraculous kinds of things or miraculously someone being saved or from like a, dangerous situation or something and Mm. uh i don't want to say that those people are telling that are they're lying yeah they're probably telling the truth but i know that sometimes it doesn't happen because it didn't happen in my case so yeah Yeah, there's a lot that didn't happen to you you mentioned earlier of course yeah there's a lot that Mm. didn't happen to and you realize that young at a young age um yes yeah so i mean there's a lot of aspects we can go with that but the the free will part Mm. is kind of where i want to go so how okay. is that if if he interferes or interjects in life in human life saving mm-hmm. stopping preventing causing if he does that sometimes mm-hmm. that's not really free will. Mm-hmm. So do we all get free will? Yeah, ooh, you like those hairy questions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, there's so, I just, I feel like there's so many people that could answer better <laughs> than me about that. I mean, that, how's it work I for know, you though? This is, this is all about you. For you me, know. for me, I uh, see that rarely has God interfered in a miraculous way in my life. Hmm. Most of it is my choices or just the, I would say the natural brokenness of the world. So systems mm-hmm. don't work like they should. We all know that, you know, people Man. are greedy, people <laughs> use other people. So mm-hmm. all that brokenness will trickle down and affect my life and your mm-hmm. life is just the way it is. So, um, country level, city level, personal level. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's the brokenness that I'm so often faced with in myself that makes me choose things that even don't mm-hmm. align with my own values. Sometimes that I can be, I can be selfish. I can be, wow. I can make decisions without thinking about my family, which mm-hmm. I would say that's a, a value for me to think and to care about my family, but sometimes mm-hmm. I don't. So that affects me and affects other people, those brokenness. So And then I think there's the global brokenness of like death that we see death and maybe violence would kind of be in that. So that also affects me. So death Uh of like death of my dad dying affects me, but I don't, I don't Mm. see the Lord really interfering in a lot of those. I think he interferes in such quiet, tiny ways, like, Mm. um, uh, that's really abstract. So I'm trying to think of a way that he might have interfered with my life. Like uh, the reason that I ended up in Serbia, maybe. So that would be his interference, which I can, I look back and I interpret it as like, I always had this desire within myself to move outside of the United States. So you've always had the the desire to move outside the United States. Yeah. So how is this God's plan and God's idea? Right. Right. So was it God or was it from myself? Right. I would say, um, I, I believe that God implants some of those ideas into us or that we're born with certain things that he can like overlap and he kind of guides those. So, um, 
I think the desire for me to move to another country, it fits a lot with my personality, like the way I am. I'm adventurous. I'm, yeah. I like trying new things. I even food. I like new food that trickles yeah. down to a lot of things. Hmm. So I would say that that part was just the way that I was created. I also believe that every person is created by God and that they're formed into um, like the people that there's certain things aspects of their personality that we're created with, like born with. So mm. there's, well, you're also getting into free will. Like is some that, people think it's the stars that do that too, but I, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe do. any of that. So how do you know that it, okay. You said you don't know if it was God or it was your own brain. So yeah. why do you attribute it to God? If you're unsure? I think it's both. Okay. I think it was in me, like it fits with my personality, but I also believe that it it was from the Lord because, or from God, because uh, the reason that I believe that Hmm. is because uh, if I had to put my finger on it, it would be because when it gets really hard and when I want to quit and Hmm. everything within myself says it's not worth it, I have a peace that's deep. I would say it's in my soul, like so Uh deep within me that I'm in the right place and I just have it. And Uh I would attribute that to being from the Lord. When my circumstances don't point to this being the right place for me, when my emotions Mm -hmm. aren't pointing to me Mm -hmm. wanting even to be here, it's like this peace that's even deeper than those things that Uh just is a calm that this is the right place. Even if everything else is like a so that happens to people who don't Mess. believe too. That happens to people who believe in other gods. That happens to just people, yeah. like in general. So yeah. I mean, at that point, we sh- why would we attribute it to this magic person, invisible person who's not there, mm-hmm. as opposed to our own brains, which we know can do this? Mm-hmm. That's that's my confusion. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to. I mean, I can't settle your confusion, but I Ugh. think that God can put those things even in people who don't believe in him. Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he put the thought of, hey, I'm a real God in the people that don't believe in him instead of, I don't know, anything else? <laughs> he wants to have a relationship with him. That's that's where we're going next anyways, is the yeah. father thing. Um, yeah. Do you do you yeah. find him to be your father? Your your um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, if you're if you had a relationship with your father, such as the one you have with God, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how that would work. I don't know how that would work. God doesn't show up to your birthday party. That would suck as a, as a kid, not having your dad ever show up to your birthday party. <laughs> he can't yes. be there for you in those times of need. He sends you feelings. He's not actually there. He's just sending you thoughts and prayers, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't see that as a loving father. I don't, I don't see that. Mm. So how how is that a relationship with a dad? Now, if my dad was gone, he went out to go get milk and never returned. I had him at mm-hmm. one point. He was here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. God's never been there. Like mm-hmm. he is 100% absent. He was 100% absent from your birth. Like mm-hmm. he's just not there. Mm-hmm. I see people so, there. Mm-hmm. Your garden, for instance, is people. People yeah. showing up and helping out. People showing up and doing things. Action. I, I, I don't see that kind of action from Yahweh. I see... I don't see anything. <laughs> yeah. So for you, it would be, if I'm like summarizing what you're saying for you, um, the way that God would prove himself to be real would be to have physical, his physical presence next to you all the time. Is It'd that be right? a good start. Yeah. It'd be a good yeah. start. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. If you want to have a relationship with me, show up. Let's start with yeah. that. Then let's yeah. see if you're worthy enough to have a relationship with, and I can mm-hmm. judge you. I don't care who you are. I will judge you by your actions. And I've read the Bible. I've seen his actions. They yes. are not loving or fatherly. I don't see mm-hmm. it. I don't. Yeah, I wrote a book about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So is yeah. there what God in a good light? Shine God in a good light for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can for you <laughs> because I think that uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> if you want me to be brutal, I don't know I do. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Serbians are pretty brutal, so I might be like too do it. direct. Do it. But go ahead. Uh if uh to me it sounds like you're pretty convinced that he's not. Mm. 
So I don't think that I could say anything that would be so inspirational mm. or so smart or so like an experience that mm. you would be like, oh my gosh, I'm totally wrong. You're totally right. I'm mm. changing like my whole life. I just don't think that I can do it. I don't want you I to can't. convince so, me. I, I want to know how yeah. it works for you because it doesn't make how any sense to me. me. How does that work yeah. for you? A dad who never shows up to your yeah. birthday party, you know? Yes. So yes, how it works for me is that I, uh, in my life and my experience through all of the brokenness that I have experienced through death and through relationships with other people, which can be messy, uh, with people not following through on their promises with, uh, people turning out to not be who I thought they would be, or for my expectations in a relationship to not be fulfilled, that mm -hmm. those things, uh, except for, maybe my expectations not being fulfilled. That has been true with my relationship with God, but him uh, not being who he said he would be, that is not true for me. He has always been who he said he would be. And he has always showed up for me in the fact that when I have been in the darkest dark that I would never want anybody else to experience, I have mm. always experienced his presence through a peace and through mm. a quiet constant um voice that i knew that he was there not a voice that's audible mm. that i could hear that's but usually for me it would be uh it would be verses that are from the bible that i huh. knew that fit in with my situation the lord uh, god has used other people who are a part of my local church or a part of the global your community church. has helped you my community with, with or without god your community is helping you with the garden even that's true, but I had, I'll give you one experience that was, uh, that I would say was God speaking to me. So I was Go going through a really dark time, uh, really dark, like mm -hmm. way in that I don't need to go into details, no. but basically, <laughs> basically I was trying to survive. It was one of those yeah. just day by day survive. And I wrote in my journal, as I often do when I'm like mm. in those emotional places, mm. that's how I process. I wrote, I feel like I have been ground to dust. And mm. if one more tiny, tiny wind comes, it's mm. going to blow me away and I will never, ever be put back together. Mm. And that's what I wrote. And then I went to hang out with a friend and have coffee. It wasn't related to any of these things. She didn't know. I didn't tell her. And she said, this is the weirdest thing, but I've been praying for you. And I just keep having these words come back into my mind. And it's this verse that says that um, out of the ashes, I will bring beauty. And I was staring at her and I said, what did you just say? And she said, out of the ashes, I will bring beauty. And of course, ashes are like ground, like ground wood, basically. And that's what I felt like was ashes. So that would for me be an example of how I, hmm. how God guides me or. How do you know it was or, God you know? though? That, I mean, that, like, that's great that your friend was able to help you out with that. But, yeah. but, but I, I don't see how that's God. That's just another person doing something, something, somebody seeing your struggle. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. you're going to be emotional at that. You're not going to be all happy and cheerful. I mean, I'm sure they, you were showing it. You were yeah. showing something. So they saw something. And how do you know it's your God specifically? Yeah. I've got testimonials from people who believe that mm -hmm. Kali Ma has helped them. Yeah. Holy yeah. mom has been there. She's, she's their mother. She's their guiding force. She makes them a better mm -hmm. person. So and yeah. these are just invisible people. We can't verify mm -hmm. that it's any of them, but they're sending people feelings and, mm -hmm. and help, but we, we can't verify that it's any specific deity or being. Mm -hmm. So how do you know it is specifically your God? I mean, you grew up in the church. So, I mean, mm -hmm. that kind of goes hand in hand. You're going to grow up in the church. You're going to most likely believe in that same thing. Uh, you live Maybe. If you grew up in, in in a different country, we'd believe a different thing, most likely. I mean, that's most likely on that. So that's in your head already. So God is already mm -hmm. there, not Kali Ma. If you lived yes. in that culture, it would be. It would be Kali Ma. Yeah. So how do you know it's your specific invisible person? Uh, well, I think I know. I think that for myself, I've searched it out enough for me to know. How, though? Like, 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 how do you know? Like, does there, did you find a name tag? I mean, how, how did you know? <laughs> No, I mean, I haven't. And I've tried things like not believing for a time. Yeah. I tried not to believe in God or tried not to believe. 
How's that? That he didn't exist. I tried to live live like he didn't exist or that I wouldn't listen to those things helping me or whatever or attribute them to somebody else. But I kept huh. coming back to him. And I was miserable. I was actually miserable when I didn't believe in those things. Try replacing have... him with Jiminy Cricket and see how that works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just just switch invisible people and just like and to see how that works. See how I know, goes. but Jiminy Cricket would <laughs> never tell me that I'm proud. Tell him or that... never he would never like get to the brokenness that's within me. He would always stay on the surface of the happy go lucky. Right, well, that's what he is. He also was a terrible conscience. He just like, well, yes, somehow he go and do things. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> is he here He'd be now? I love Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, he he's so fun. I mean, he'll like just uh, yeah, yeah, he's so much I, fun. <laughs> so, I think for me that gives God a lot of credit too in my life that He doesn't shy away from hard topics or things or my questions when I'm in a space about God. What the heck are you doing? Why is this happening in my life? That I huh. still feel like He loves me when I say those things, and I still feel like even if I don't always get the answers, that He's with me. So I don't know if, yeah, that's well, convincing for you, but maybe it's Kalima. <laughs> We might, we well, might, we'll, might never know. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but. <laughs> well, that's just your opinion, but that's okay. Everybody has an opinion. It's also just your opinion. Just <laughs> it <saying>. is. And <laughs> their opinion and their opinion and their opinion. Exactly. Everybody's got an invisible person there. It's in their opinion. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Experiences with God. I wrote down some other things here. Um, oh yeah. Led by Yahweh and you walk with her, walk with him. Mm -hmm. I read that on your little, yeah. uh, uh, little bio thing image on the side there. Oh, so, yeah. so, so walking with God, how, how does one walk with God? That's a good question. Hmm. Uh, I think it's the same way that we walk through life with other people, but I know that my father, because we That's, can't see well, him. I mean, so. it's not really the same thing, Wendy. It's not, but I do think it's more similar than we realize. Because mm. I would say that even walking uh, walking with God for me would mean to explore and discover more of who he is, which mm. I would do that in ways like reading the Bible is a good way or in the community with other people and hearing their experiences with God or how they walk with God, mm. if yeah. I'm going to stay in that. Well, like when, that when Adam and fun. Eve walked with God. It, yeah. What did you think they were doing? Oh, I think they literally, I think God was like, that he came literally down, walking with God, that it was, I think that his presence was more real to them than it is for us today because the world wasn't broken yet. So he can't do it now because the, the world is broken. No, I think he can. I he just can. think that I think he can. And I think we get glimpses of it. I think the that was a glimpse when I, uh, when he when he uh, was telling me about that he saw, yeah. I really felt seen, like, I know that you're ashes. I know that you feel like you're ashes, like blown and ground to the dust. But this is what I have to say about that situation. And he used somebody else. I when, say that it's possible yeah. for beauty to come out. So I would say those are, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm answering your question well, but. Kind of, but you're um, doing fine. You're doing fine. Yeah, I, but, but wouldn't it be better if he was actually physically like with Adam and Eve walking with people? Wouldn't that be better? Wouldn't that be more satisfying emotionally, um, evidentially? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. It would be evidentially, right? If we could see him. Yeah, then it there he is. He, oh, you guys good. are actually walking with God. Holy cow. Yeah. Look at that. You know yeah. I mean? I mean, because yeah. right now you've seen the movie Harvey with the giant rabbit. No, James no. Stewart. No, James. It's no. old one. No, he's, <laughs> he's just acting invisible friend. He's no. walking around with him. But this one's anyways, it's a long story. Go check it out. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so not, not, not physical. He doesn't actually come down and walk next to people. Yeah. Um, is that something you struggle with? Like that? He doesn't do that. That he doesn't come down like Adam and Eve and have a conversation with you or walk next mm -hmm. to you through the garden that you guys are building in the community. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes I would like him to, or I'd love to see him, but I also, I also understand that and believe that this is not the time for that. That hmm. this world. So I'm like opening up Pandora's box in my mind. <laughs> and we're getting into whole other things like heaven and 
you know, afterlife or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I know I'm opening good it up stuff. Good stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I do believe that this is not the, this world like that we live in right now, the physical world is not the time for God to physically be present next to us. So he doesn't want to. That, no, I believe okay. that he wants to oh. reveal himself to us. And I believe that he does reveal himself to us. But I also believe that um, that the brokenness that's in this world has to be restored first. Well, I mean, he's God. So he can just yeah. restore the brokenness. He, he's drawing this out for some reason. He doesn't want to come down and say hi for some reason. He's not showing up in the studio behind me. Mm. No, no, he's not there. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's not, he's, he, he yeah. doesn't want to, or he refuses to, there, mm -hmm. there's only a few options here. So mm -hmm. I, I'm not really sure what his issue is and, and why brokenness seems to keep him away from people and why brokenness at all. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, heaven, there's the next topic right there. I, I, I do know. want, before we get into heaven though, um, you, you did mention something that opens another box. Uh, we oh, can no. dis <laughs> discover God <laughs> through reading the Bible. Oh yeah. Now. Is there something in there that you can point to that shows me how awesome God is or, or how loving God is? Show me the love in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read your book, so I'm not sure. <laughs> it kind of goes all over. Kind of like my brain. It goes so all it's over. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, the biggest evidence for me, maybe not the biggest, but a big evidence is... Uh, well, Jesus would be where, right, like Christians hang on, Why, hung on that be because it's God actually coming down into our world uh -huh. and becoming one of us and actually experiencing all the pain that he's never experienced before. And that's crazy to me. Why would you experience more pain than you need to in order to be close to us? So I would say that Jesus was God's physical presence that came down. So for a time, it actually was next to us. So if we had lived in that time, he would have been right next to us if we were next to Jesus. So um, I think that's a great evidence of love that a God who's so powerful would do that. Because okay, why would he do man, that, though? Why, why would he come down and show us that he can be a man? Good job. You can change forms. You yeah. can experience pain. Yeah. Nice. How is that mm. loving? I think that it's, uh, it's loving because he was, when Jesus lived on the earth, everything that he said and did was pointing to, here's going back into the other box, but pointing <laughs> you, into the world. You want to go come. in that heaven box, don't you? I know. I know. <laughs> I really We'll get there, in. Wendy. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> But that he, the way that he lived uh, and the way that he restored brokenness, even physical brokenness or sickness mm. or spiritual brokenness through stories of people being demon possessed or possessed by some not having control of their bodies spiritually. Those kind of things that he was pointing to a time in a world where the brokenness is no longer. And so the fact that God would be. Um, not just thinking about this world, but like a next world to come to bring restoration. I think that shows his love. But why, Wendy? And why does he have to he think never... about it? He should just do it. Yeah. He should, as a loving, yeah. competent being, why yeah. draw out the pain and suffering? What is the point? Mm -hmm. I don't see that as loving. I see that as, as, as illogical, irrational, mm -hmm. pointless. Yeah. And then to make it yeah. worse, he's going to make a bad guy. This ultimate mm. bad guy, this super villain, mm. and then go, yeah, go have fun with my kids. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> I, yeah. I don't see that as a loving thing. Competent, mm. irrational. I mean, it, I mean, just doesn't make sense to me. Would you, mm -hmm. would you create a bad guy and just let him loose and go, hey, this is like, you know, it's a fallen world. It's broken. Why would no, you but do that? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But if my son, this is like a horrible example and. Oh, no, <laughs> probably shouldn't say this because it's oh, going to no. be aired. But but if my son, if my son one day became a serial killer, uh -huh. I would not say that I created a serial killer. Well, no, nor that I raised him to be. one. No, but if those you, are not values. Right. But if you home. created him knowing he would become a serial so, killer. Would you if still you create created him? him 
knowing exactly what that kid would do in the, and you had a choice mm. to create or not to create. And you said, yeah, yeah I'm going to let this guy loose. Let me go. Do, 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 mm. Satan, Satan. There you go. Have fun. He knew yeah. God's all knowing. And that mm. brings us to heaven. That brings us to heaven. <laughs> Satan brings us to heaven. The angels and all of that. Brings us to heaven. Do you believe that yeah. Satan sinned in heaven? Oh man, this is the whole thing. Can God be around sin? Isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Can he? I don't your question. <laughs> is <laughs> is heaven question. a perfect place? Did Satan <laughs> sin in heaven? Can we sin in heaven? Are we capable? Yeah. Are we robots? Are we angels? Are the angels robots? I don't. Well, I don't think the angels are robots because somehow they had a choice and it wasn't just mm -hmm. Satan who chose mm -hmm. not to. There mm -hmm. was a whole group of them that chose not to. So I don't think they are. Mm -hmm. Was that like a one-time choice or are they still choosing mm -hmm. and some like wow. falling? I don't wow. know. I actually don't active. know. <laughs> active you anarchy know? up there. <laughs> yeah. I don't, it doesn't seem, if I'm going to believe mm -hmm. that the Bible is accurate, mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like that heaven is a place of chaos when it's described. Mm -hmm. So I would say there has to be some kind of, it seems like, uh, like you were saying, a place of anarchy. It mm. doesn't seem like that would be in line with what the rest of the Bible says, if I'm going to believe it. So, mm. you know, I don't I don't think so. Are we going to be, I know that uh, the Bible talks about us getting new, like being somehow Body. different in heaven, new bodies. Yeah. And so what does that mean? I think that, and is it going to be like an eternal state of perfection? What or age? is it just going to be, you know, like with yeah. age or is it like just a reset to yeah. like Adam and Eve? And then are we going to go through the cycle again of, you know, going, I, I actually, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's, that's the best answer. Honestly, Wendy, so, that's my favorite answer is I don't know. Cause we yeah, don't, know. don't know. Like who's, don't. who's sending me messages. I don't know. It's probably just my brain. Yeah. You know I mean? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to make that assumption who created the universe. Yeah. I don't know how the world was created. I don't know how the yeah. world got here. I don't know how everything happened. I don't know, yeah. but I'm not going to insert Kali Ma. I'm not going to insert mm -hmm. Yahweh. I'm not going to insert Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave that. I don't know because shit, I don't know. You know? Yeah. Uh, Ephesians. Wouldn't it be true that you're inserting yourself though, or your brain? I'm not inserting anything. I'm inserting I don't know. So that for therefore uh, I do okay. not know. Yeah. So it, you don't know if it's your brain. My brain, I don't know. It could be. I could like be living in a matrix things. right now. I have no clue with <laughs> me. But you know what? I'm gonna live my life the best I can, whether I'm in a matrix yeah. or not. You know, and yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worship yeah. a de deified child killer, documented mm. child killer. Ephesians 6 12, mm. spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There are spiritual mm -hmm. forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Mm -hmm. Is he gonna get rid of that by the time people go back to heaven? Or are we mm. still gonna have, you know, yeah, forces of evil, spiritual forces of evil in heaven? Like, mm. is that a thing? Because I mean, I know previously Yahweh has sent lying spirits down. To people he mm -hmm. spent he sent an evil spirit to saul to throw a spear at david like he sent mm -hmm. that down so are there just evil spirits just hanging around for yahweh to order around hey do something evil mm -hmm. do, ah, go to that guy <laughs> make him throw a spear i don't know like how does that work evil in heaven that doesn't yeah. sound heavenly mm -hmm. yeah yeah i would say it's probably i mean again i don't think i'm gonna convince you but i think heavenly realms is mm -hmm. probably like a, a large, I don't think, but it is a large term. So realms. Uh, so, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be um, like something can be happening in my city that is not close to me or in line with my oh. family's values inside my home, but it could still be happening in my city. Do you know what I mean? Heavenly realms. So, so it could be in Asgard. It could be happening in Asgard, but it's not happening in, in the in the Christian heaven. That's the realms. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I think it would be, there's like battles. Of course, I think there's battles. of. Why is there a battle? God's, on, but... Why would God allow a battle? That doesn't make yeah. any sense. He wants peace, harmony, and everybody to be happy. Kumbaya, right? Why would he mm. allow battles to happen? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. So if in heaven, and yeah. let's just say, I'm going to use my mom as an instance. My mom goes to heaven. I'm an atheist. Mm -hmm. I go to hell. I deserve punishment forever, apparently. So hmm. does my mom know I'm burning forever in hell while she's in heaven? Hmm. Or did God wipe that from her memory? 
Yeah. Heaven. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Rationally, it just doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Yeah. I would, I mean, when I, um, I think I would flip it hmm. from my, what I believe and from mm -hmm. my, that uh, it's not necessarily the point that you deserve hell, hmm. but it's the point that if you, so if you choose that God is not a deity that you want to be around mm -hmm. or to be with, that it's not loving for him to force you to be with him. No, but it's not loving for him to throw me in a pit of fire for eternity either. Why not a beach somewhere yeah. away from him? I'm not living yeah. with him now. I'm doing just fine. Yeah. So, yeah. So why punish me? For I that? agree with you. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. But I, uh, see when, when the time for heaven comes, or when the time of, um, like when this world is over, hmm. which those are all like boxes. I realize I'm like opening, open, open, <laughs> open, open, open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when those things come, then for those people. Hmm like yourself, if you would put yourself in that category of not wanting to be with the deity yeah. or a deity that says that he's God, then the choice that you're making is also to separate yourself from all that's good. Because all that's I believe good. That God is the, I believe that God's the source of all that's oh, good. So wow. if you, wow. so if you're <laughs> separating yourself from all that's good, then uh -huh. that's not really a beach. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Yeah. Well, if he's a loving so father, he'll, he'll throw me on a beach somewhere. Every single. Yeah, except no, because if I really love my son, there comes a point where even if the decisions that he makes, I have to respect them. So you even would... if he chooses to go, I wouldn't throw him there. But what if he no. chose to live? What if he chose to live completely? Uh, where's that line you know where do i say no you're my son like i'm gonna put you on a beach even if the line is punishing for eternity that's that's the line mm -hmm. yeah you, you mean yeah. even if you wanted to punish your fun son for something like that that's ridiculous for punishing your son for wanting to do with his own thing that's ridiculous right even if you did yes i agree the, the eternal punishment is beyond ridiculous beyond mm -hmm. illogical and, and not loving and, and and i don't know it's just so mm -hmm. cruel and pointless. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I mean, it doesn't doesn't add up for me. It just doesn't add up. Yeah. Yeah. But you had mentioned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I'll show well, I was just going to say that if it's a like a punishment. So hmm. if God's putting you there. I would say that God doesn't put you there. That that's. Like, I'm not going to so... put myself there. What if I refuse to step in the box? Who's going to push me in the box? Somebody's got to push me. Um, to step in the box, which box? The hell box, the hell door. Step through the door to hell. Oh, no. Somebody's got to push me through the door, yeah. right? Mm. I'm not going to willingly mm. walk into a lake of fire. So that's not my mm, choice. No, nobody. That's somebody would. else's choice. Nobody would. Yeah, yeah. Well, the lake of fire is for Satan, but that's a different. Story. Either way, Either I don't way. think that's for. People. I'm not going to step into anyway. a room for eternal punishment. How's that? No, but what if? Just what if, like, what if, what if God is the source of all goodness, every okay. good thing, every good, then the Bible's not thought, true. every good, anything. <laughs> what if he is the source of all goodness mm -hmm. and you just dis decide that you don't want to be a part of that? I don't want to be a part of that. What so, would you, that you don't want to be uh -huh. a part? So what would the all goodness do? That what would it yeah, what would an all goodness do to someone that doesn't you, want to be a part of Where would you be? A beach. I don't want to be a part of be that guy. I can just sit on a beach. But what if? But if what if you can't? So if you're separating yourself from uh, he's an him, all powerful, then you're separating yourself from all goodness. Well, that's just ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Let's but get into the all good would part. Respect your choice. I I don't think he's all good, not even remotely. So let's get into that. Mm -hmm. Why do you think he's all good? Okay. Yeah, that's a different whole box. But, um, well, why do you think? Well, I know probably from is it is well. Why do you think that he's not all good? I read the Bible. Let's start with yeah. slaughtering children out of jealousy. Let's start with that one. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's mm -hmm. good. Do you think that's good? Mm 
Which story are you thinking of specifically? Hosea 9. Hosea 9. Mm-hmm. Hosea 9, 16, specifically, I will slaughter your cherished offspring. Why? Because they were worshiping mm-hmm. another god. He got jealous, mm-hmm. so he killed their kids. Mm-hmm. Starved them, in some mm-hmm. cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's good. He, he says several yeah. times in the Bible, he is a jealous God punishing the children mm-hmm. for the sins of the fathers. I don't think that's yeah. good. I don't think that's good. And then you mentioned Jesus as, as the loving story. Wow. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you would you personally choose to slaughter the innocent to forgive the guilty? Or would you just forgive? None of that is loving. I can't find yeah. anything in there that's worth worth my time as 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 a as a guide, as a, as a resource for anything good in my life. I can find it elsewhere. The love your neighbor mm-hmm. comes from other people. The people who wrote this stole that from them. It's just it's just common sense. Hey, if we want to live together mm-hmm. in this planet, we got to live in harmony. We're, we we got to work together. We can't keep fighting each other or yeah. slaughtering our children. Duh. I mean, it's just common sense. I don't need a book full of blood magic and, and drowning babies. And I don't I don't need that to tell me how to be a good person. I don't yeah. see the God in there as a good guy at all. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. see it. And I've yet yeah. to had somebody show me something in there that proves otherwise. The Jesus story is definitely not yeah. it. Definitely not it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I ranted for a bit. Go ahead. That's okay. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think that I will. I don't think I'll convince you. No, you're not here to convince me. I don't know how it works like for you though. Say, but... Have you read that book? You come up with a different idea of yeah. this character for some reason. Yeah. Do you believe that the stories yeah. in there are true? Hosea nine. Do you think he slaughtered yeah. their kids? I think that, um, yeah, I do believe that. No, I don't know how I would explain it. Well, this is a good conversation because I think mm. I could learn to explain these things a lot mm. better, you know, mm. to someone who's from, who has a different point of view. Mm. But I would say that I don't believe that that slaughtering innocent people fits in with the character of God from other verses that say mm. like his loving kindness endures forever or that um, Real quick, that he'll pause that. show... Psalm 136.10, to him who struck down the firstborn mm-hmm. of Egypt, his love endures forever. You forgot the rest of the verse there. Mm-hmm. To him who struck mm-hmm. down the firstborn of Egypt, the guy mm-hmm. that went into the beds of the babies and slaughtered them. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. I can't, like, it just, it gets me all like, ugh. Like, and, yeah. and, then, and then you're telling me he's all good, but I've read the book, yeah. Wendy. I've, I've seen behind the curtain. <laughs> How yeah, is that I... love? Because I would say that that is also a separation from the goodness of God. So it's, I'm not going to convince you and it's not going to make sense. But Pharaoh <laughs> choosing to, because he was he was warned. So I'm not saying that in a sense like God warned you so you get what you deserve. But that he was saying to let them go. And there was other, to let the people go. And he chose not to listen to those voices and not to listen. And in that sense, to reject God, right? Would you agree about that? So no, I don't know if you would, but no, so I've read the story. When's the last listen. time you read it? When's the last time you read that story? Recently. Okay. So it starts off with God talking to, to, uh, um, Oh my gosh, who's he talking to? Moses. Holy cow. Moses. God talking to yeah. Moses. I was going to say Abraham was stuck in my head for some reason. God was talking to Moses about mm-hmm. what he's going to do, his plans. His plans were to kill mm-hmm. the Pharaoh's son. That was his mm-hmm. plan all along. And then what happened? Mm-hmm. When Pharaoh finally gave up and said, go ahead, I release them. They can go worship you in the desert. Just leave me alone. God says, harden. Now you're not going to let him go. Harden. Now I can get to what I really want to do, which is kill your kid. That was my plan all along. And then yeah. it makes it worse. He says in there that he did all of these plagues to show off his powers so that the mm-hmm. people of Egypt would know that he is God. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. They still worship the other gods. 
Not mm-hmm. one of them is like, oh my, the Christian or the, the Jewish God is real. No, mm-hmm. that's not how that worked. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. But God did what he did get what he wanted. He came down and killed Pharaoh's kid. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the whole Passover, we have to put blood on your door because God doesn't know which door belongs to his people unless there's blood on it. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of problems I have. So many problems, Wendy. Like I can see that. From Genesis to Revelation, there's so many issues. Yeah. And the more I dive yeah. in, the worse it gets for me. Hmm. And how do you read over these things? It just, it's, I don't hmm. get it. Where the, where that all yeah. good comes from. All good. Yeah. All good. Not just some, but all good. The mm-hmm. guy who created Satan, the guy who slaughtered himself, his son, mm-hmm. who can't forgive without bloodshed. Hebrews 9, 22. Mm-hmm. All good. Mm-hmm. I don't see it, Wendy, but that's okay. That's okay. I appreciate the mm-hmm. listen to me rant though. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> if yeah. anything, I hope it's giving you some food for thought, you know, different point of view. Yeah. Again, like you said, maybe come up with a better argument for it. And then mm-hmm. uh, once you do contact me, let's do it. Let's do it again. Nah, I would love to. Do it. I would love to. Going to huh? <laughs> All right, Wendy, we're just about out of time yeah. here. Go ahead and plug your All stuff right. and last words, anything else you want to say, just go ahead. All right. I don't think I have any last words, but <laughs> thank you for the conversation and for being honest to ask Same. questions and to say things. And yeah, I do. Yeah. I do hope that you keep searching, I guess that's like mm-hmm. a, cliche thing to say but I really do I really hope that you keep digging and I do believe that yeah yeah that digging is not bad and I do think that asking those hard questions and those things that it's not bad so anyway that's awesome thanks for sharing thank you so much for your time and conversation back and forth Um, (laughs) stay safe out there we'll keep in touch welcome all right you too have a good one you too bye And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? That's the one we'll use.